deviate a little bit from that teaching and I'm going to start that back because I've got several lessons uh, that I want to teach from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. But there's something that I want to do by the Spirit of the Lord, uh, something that I did not long ago by way of sermon to the Wilson Church, but I want to, uh, by the Spirit of the Lord, speak it tonight to the people of God out of the book of Proverbs. It has been heavy upon my heart to share this word with the general body between the churches. And I want you to tune in. Uh, Proverbs chapter 3, I want to share the word of the Lord tonight. I believe that it will be a blessing to you. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. This is something that's been resting upon me in a heavy way. And I want to be obedient tonight to the spirit of the Lord. And even if that means sometimes repetition, uh, I won't say everything that I said last time. I will say new things tonight but this is what the Lord has given me for this night and I want to make sure that I'm being obedient to the spirit of the Lord and I'm praying that you would get your hearts ready to receive what thus saith the Lord in this hour. I want to look at Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6. A very familiar passage of scripture, a scripture that many of us have probably learned in the days of our youth, but I want to share it again tonight by the Spirit of the Lord, and I want you, if you will, to go ahead and share this word. Let somebody know that the Contending for the Faith Philippi Church Bible study is here, and that this teaching is coming forth tonight. Uh, out of the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse Five verses five and six. Lord, we honor you and praise you for this moment in time. We thank you for another day that you have made. We have purposed that tonight we are going to rejoice and be glad. We ask that you would breathe on us in a fresh way. Allow us to stand and to declare the divine truths to the people. As we speak your word and declare your word, we thank you that lives are going to be made better. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. Proverbs 3, verses uh, 5 and 6 reads as follows from the King James Version. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. What a familiar reading, but let's not, uh, because it is familiar, miss out on what the Lord wants to say to us tonight. Let's do it again. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. God is the subject of this matter tonight and he wants us the people of God to operate uh, in a place of trust towards him. I want tonight by, by the spirit of the Lord to do this teaching and I want to talk about dwelling in a place of trust. I want to talk about dwelling in a place of trust. The word dwell means to reside. It means to take up residence. It means to abide. It means to live in or to take up shelter in a thing. I want you to know that the thing that we're talking about abiding in, dwelling in, taking up 
of residence in, taking shelter in, is trusting in the Lord. And we believe that as we do that, uh, trusting in the Lord, that is, it will put us in a great place as we walk through our lives. So here we are in the book of Proverbs. It is a familiar uh, passage of scripture to us. We understand that Proverbs is classified in the Holy Writ as wisdom literature. Uh, it is uh, uh, to help us uh, to, to please God as we go about our daily walk. Uh, uh, the subject matter that is before us tonight is about trusting the Lord, trusting in the Lord. Uh, I'm moved by the Spirit to share what I believe, uh, though uh, are, are simple words, they are profound words. And I believe that they will make a difference in the lives of those who listen up and say, God, I am determined that I'm going to dwell in a place of trust and so uh, here we go tonight this uh, is about trusting in the Lord see see everything you will ever need uh, uh, to live out your divine purpose in this life is found in these words trust in the Lord. Everything you need to experience the abundant life is included in this short phrase, trust in the Lord. This is the hour that the people of God must really put our trust in God into action. This is important here. When you trust in the Lord, you triumph in life. I, I need you to grab that by the spirit of the Lord tonight. God God wants his people to trust him. And I said, when you trust in the Lord, you can triumph in life. Well, these words in Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6 have no doubt been learned by most of us and have been quoted by many of us at one time or another throughout our lives. Solomon says in these short verses that we are to trust in the Lord. The Hebrew word here for trust is to be sure about a thing. I said it is to be sure about a thing. It is to be confident in the Lord. It is to be secure in the Lord. Uh, uh, to trust in the Lord is uh, uh, a picture of someone who is clinging to something and not letting it go. Uh, uh, when we think about this in the Hebrew, it is, it is trusting in the Lord is the way that we the people of God make sure that we keep clinging to God no matter what comes or goes. God wants us to trust in him like a small child who is steadfastly clinging to his parents leg or her parents leg. God wants us to cling to him throughout our lives. I need you to get this by the spirit of the Lord that trusting in the Lord is something that he is calling us to do throughout the days of our lives. 
So this is important here. The Hebrew word for trust here is to cling to. It is to depend on. It is to rely on. It is to be secure in. It is to be sure of a thing. You put your confidence in it because you are sure of it. You understand that it can hold up no matter what the pressure is. I put my trust in God because I know that God does not fail. So tonight, as we are looking at this text, we are talking about trusting in the Lord, boldly clinging unto the Lord, because uh, the connotation here in the Hebrew is to have a bold assurance in God, so that when you trust in God, it is bold assurance. You know, uh, you, you, you're not hesitant. You're saying, I know he's able. Uh, uh, it is like the Hebrew boys, when they were going through the furnace experience and never Nebuchadnezzar was breathing out threatenings against them. They knew that the Lord was able. There was a bold confidence. There was a bold assurance that no matter what you do, there is one thing you cannot change my mind about, and that is God is able. How could they do that? How could they have such bold confidence and assurance? The only way they could have it is that they trusted in the Lord. So, so that to trust in the Lord is then not a passive act. Uh, that, that when you trust God, you get bold with it. When you trust God, it comes out in your word. When you trust God, come on, you can't contain it. When you trust God, you can't be muzzled concerning your faith. Is some about trusting God that takes over your language. It's something about trusting God, come on, that comes out through your mouth. You talk trust. Come on here and you let people know, I believe that God is able. See, see, uh, to trust God is bold assurance. It is that God wants us to cling to him with bold assurance. Are you clinging to God tonight with bold assurance? God, I want to cling to you with bold assurance. Come on, I want my actions to say I believe in a God who cannot fail. Come on here. I want my actions to say that if I trust God, I know that God is going to move on my behalf. Come on, that God is able to see me through no matter what life brings my way. Come on, no matter what the storms bring my way. God is able to see me through. So this is what we're talking about here. When you give your uh, uh, trust to God, he then leads you to a mighty triumph in life. See, see, if you want to live a triumphant life, then you got to do so by trusting the Lord. See, see, there's so much that happens in life, but we must keep clinging to the Lord. If you cling to God, he will clothe you with his peace. Isn't it something that there is a blessed assurance in trusting in God? There is a peace that comes to your life when you trust in God. There is a rest that comes to your spirit when you trust in God. Knowing that you serve an all-powerful God who can do anything. Come on, then you understand the words of the songwriter. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well. There is a rest that comes to those who put their trust in the Lord. There is a blessed assurance held by those who put their trust in the Lord. So, so uh, if you cling to God, he clothes you in his peace. 
And, and no matter what comes or goes in your life, come on, when you keep clinging to the Lord, there is something that he does for you that you can't get anywhere else. Oh, come on here. There is a confidence, hallelujah, that comes to your life when you continue to trust the Lord. So, so this is it here with that, that, that no matter what comes or goes in your life, he wants, God wants you to keep clinging to him. Cling to the Lord with bold confidence. See, because trusting in the Lord uh, uh, will cause you to persevere in the day of trouble. So this is it. You don't have to be passive about trusting God. We need to be purposeful about trusting God. Come on. Too many people are passive when it comes to trusting God. And not enough people are purposeful when it comes to trusting God. God wants you to be purposeful about trusting him and not passive. This is something here. Uh, one of the greatest things that you can ever do in this life is trust the Lord. I don't care what you go through. One of the greatest things I said you can do in this life is trust the Lord. Things can easily get off track when we don't trust the Lord. So uh, this is something here because uh, he says, uh, that, that is in the book of Proverbs, the writer says here that we are to trust in the Lord. And, and we see here that the object of our trust is the Lord. We ought to trust in the covenant-keeping God. Come on. Why, why do I trust God? Because he is the ultimate promise keeper. Come on here. I need you to get this. God makes promises, but he never breaks them. God is the ultimate promise keeper. There are people that make you promises and for some reason or another, they may not be able to follow through on what they said. But when God makes you a promise, with God a promise is a promise and he always follows through. Come on, I need you to get that tonight. When you trust God, you are trusting the ultimate promise keeper. And the writer of the proverb here tonight says, trust in the Lord. He wants to make sure that you understand where the, where the, where the object of your trust should lay. Come on here. Because you know what? There's so much happening in life and so many people talking about I can do this for you and I can do that for you. Everybody's making promises. But, but the proverb writer says, don't let them hoodwink you. Make sure that the object of your trust is in the Lord. Come on here. The covenant keeping God, the God who cannot lie, the God who cannot fail, the God who makes promises but never breaks them, the Lord who reigns, the Lord who rules and super rules. You put your trust in him. Come on. So, so we're not then called to trust upon something that is shifting or weak. We're not called to trust in something temporal or changing. Come on here. This is what we're talking about tonight. To trust in the Lord is an invitation to trust in someone who can never fail. Come on here. I said that when we trust in the Lord, we're not trusting in someone temporal. We're not trusting in someone shifting. Come on here. God is a sure foundation. He never shifts. This is something here we call then to trust 
uh, trust in the Lord. And this is what I want you to get tonight. When you trust in the Lord, you also trust in all that he is. Come on here. Uh, a matter of fact, when you trust in the Lord, all that he is becomes available to you. Come on here. So that to trust in the Lord is to trust in everything that he is. To trust in the Lord causes everything that he is to become available to me. Lord, have mercy. So that God has announced several things in his word, many things I should say in his word about who he is. And when I trust in him, I have access to all of them. Come on here. You can't trust in the Lord and not have access to who he is. All that he is is made available to them who trust in him. Come on here. And you know God is a healer. When you trust in God, you can be healed in your life. When you trust in God, he is shalom. You can have peace in your life. When you trust in God, everything that God is becomes available to you. When you trust God, you get access to all he is. Come on, this is why the devil doesn't want you to trust in God. Come on, this is why he's working overtime to keep you away from really putting your trust in God because to put trust in God means that you have everything you need made available to you because we serve a God who is more than enough. Oh, come on here. He is El Shaddai. He is the too much God. He is the God, come on here, of overflow. He is the God of abundance. And you know what? That's what I love about God. No matter what you go through, you can never exhaust the power of God. Come on here. God never diminishes in his power. You don't need to plug him up. God doesn't need a battery pack. I'm here to tell you God is inherently powerful. Our power belongs to God. And when you have him you've got a sure foundation and I need you to get this tonight God says I want you to dwell in a place of trust trust me when you don't know what else to do trust me when you think you know everything else to do come on here come on because there is never a season where trusting God is inappropriate Come on here. Every season I live in ought to be a season I trust God. You know what? God wants me as a son of God to dwell in a place of trust. Come on, where you living at these days? In a place of trust. Where you hanging out? In a place of trust. Come on here. I don't understand everything that's going on, but I believe God. Come on here. There's some things in my life, come on, that seem to bring me much trouble, but I have this on my confidence. I trust in the Lord. Come on here. I can give him praise right there. See, we are called to trust the Lord. And to trust the Lord is to have access to everything the Lord is. Come on, to those who put their trust in the Lord, uh, also put themselves in a position to experience his power. So this is it here. Why, why trust in the Lord? Because he is all-powerful. Why trust in the Lord? Because he is all-knowing. Why trust in the Lord? Because he is ever-present. Come on, trust in the Lord, the Lord who never fails. 
Come on, I need you to get this. Put your trust in the Lord. I know you think you have a lot of stable things in your life, but let me tell you, none of them are as stable as God. Oh, come on here. I need you to get this. Everything that you think is stable can shift on you. Come on here. The only thing you have that can remain stable in every season is the Lord. And so the proverb writer says, do not put your trust in things that have the potential to shift come on here come on you're thinking of a lot of things running through your head now aren't you yes even that can shift on you come on here the songwriter hit the nail on the head i dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground, yep, that one too. All of the grounds is sinking sand. Come on here. That in order to stand on a sure foundation, you must put your trust in the Lord. He never fails. Money will fail. Possessions will fail. The best of people will fail. But the Lord never fails. Human genius will fail you. Your degrees will fail you. Come on here. But the Lord never fails. Come on here. That's one of the things that you must understand. To trust in the Lord is a fail-proof method. So nothing uh, or no one that you've come into contact with has a resume like God. Ain't nobody like him. I said nothing or no one you have ever come into contact with has a resume like God. I said there is nobody like him. God stands in a category all by himself. He is worthy of the trust of his people. To trust in the Lord is to trust in something that cannot fail, that will not fail. This is something here. See, see, the, the, the trusting the Lord is what, he's, what you're being called to do. God wants you to dwell in a place of trust. So, so this is something here because people think of all of the things that they've gained in their lives and sometimes if we're not careful, we start putting undue confidence in this stuff. Come on, but, but the master is greater than money. The master can bring you out of what money can't buy you out of. Come on here. Come on. See, see, God can deliver you out of what your vehicle can't drive you out of. Come on here, because you know, people say, I got this car and this and that. And you know, you, you, if you're not careful, you start putting your trust in stuff that really can't help you in, 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 in certain situations. Come on here. So, so you got to understand this, that, 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 that God can shield you from what your house can't shelter you from. Come on here, that, that you can get this stuff, but it's limited. Stuff will never compare to the Savior. Trust in stuff and watch it fail you. Trust in the Savior and go into a bright future. 
This is it right here. It is, it is understanding that God wants me to dwell in a place of trust. There is no better way to live than trusting in the Lord. Get that? I said there is no better way to live than trusting in the Lord. Trusting in the Lord is not meant to be a part-time practice. Come on. God wants me to dwell in a place of trust. Come on. I said just a few minutes ago that there's never a moment where it's inappropriate to trust God. I should be dwelling in a place of trust. And you know what? I'm asking the Lord to help me with that even the more. Even as, as I look at the text here and hear uh, the, the, the writer speaking out to us by the Spirit of God, something that resonates in this hour, trust in the Lord. Isn't it amazing that he doesn't tell you when to trust in him? Come on. You know why he doesn't tell you when? Because he expects it to be a consistent practice. Come on, you're not told when to trust the Lord because you are supposed to trust the Lord at all times. Come on here, that the people of God should be dwelling in a place of trust. Come on here, God is not putting stipulations on when you should trust him. God wants you to trust him in every season. You know what? You got to trust God even when you think you got it good. Come on, because see, that's how it is. Sometimes, you know, people say you got to trust them, you know, when the storms come. And that's true. But guess what? Sometimes it's not the storm that stops us from trusting God. Sometimes we stop trusting God because we got it so good. Come on. But let me tell you something. You don't get it good enough that you can afford to stop trusting God. Come on, I, I, I know how this is because sometimes you trust God right up until a point. He opens the door, he brings you into something big, and you look back and say, God, I got it from here, right? Come on, switch over, get in the back seat, get on the passengers, get somewhere. I'm under this wheel. Come on, God brings us into the blessing, and then we want to start knowing everything. Oh, come on here. But, but, but God says, you never have it so good that you can afford not to trust me. Come on here. And you know what? This is why I'm telling the Lord, help me that as you bring me into places of promotion, I never forget my need to trust in you. Come on here. You know what? Because the higher he takes you, the more you need him. Come on here. When you got it good, that's when you really need to get locked into God. Come on here, because that's where the enemy will step in because you think you got it. Come on. But, 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 but God doesn't want you winging it. He wants you in his will. And you can only do that as you trust in him. So this is important here. So, so that, 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 that God wants us to trust him and it doesn't matter what the time is. Yes, when storms come. You know, there's some people who, who trust God and they start out well. But as, as, as the tides begin to change, we start changing in our faith. 
We let fear slip in. We let other stuff slip in. You, you, you start listening to other people and what they said about your situation. And you know what? People can get you in a place of depression. But let me tell you something here. Do not stop trusting in the Lord. I don't care how bad life gets. Don't stop trusting in the Lord. Come on here. So, so that I've got to boldly trust him in every season because trusting God is not a part-time practice for the saints. We ought to be dwelling in a place of trust. And I'm asking God because, you know, stuff comes up and if you're not careful, you know, your first human response uh, can be one that's not of trust. And the enemy wants to get you in everything but your faith. Oh, come on here. He wants to get you in your feelings, but not your faith. Come on. He wants to get you wrapped up in your frustrations, but not your faith. And when the Lord says this through the, uh, uh, the writer of, of the proverb, he says, tell them, trust in me. It is a command that we trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. That's not optional. That's an imperative. Come on. I said trusting in the Lord is not optional. It's an imperative. It is a command that the people of God trust in him. So this is it here because the Lord can be trusted in every trial. The Lord uh, can be trusted wherever you land. See, see, th this is it because God knows how to get everything done. You are never going through anything that God does not already have planned out. Oh, come on here. There is a way that God has already made for them who trust him. Come on. There is a success Come on, that is already built in to trust in God. God, I just said something there. There is a success, a supernatural success that is already built in when you trust God. I don't care what you're going through. Somebody said, how are you going to get through this? Because I trust God. And because I trust him, he's going to help me to win. Because I trust him, he's going to make me more than a conqueror. Because I trust him, he's going to cause me to triumph. There is a supernatural success that is built in trusting God. Come on. So that's why the devil don't want you to do it. He didn't want you to trust in God because you're going to win if you trust the Lord. So the text then says this. We are to trust in the Lord. The text tells us to trust in the Lord. But, 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 but then it tells us how God wants us to trust him. We are to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. The word heart here describes the inner man. And in this particular passage, it is meant to describe one's whole being. So that when we're talking about the heart, we're talking about your everything. The sum total of who you are. Trust the Lord with everything you are. Come on here. God says with all of your life with all of your makeup, with everything you have, I want you to dwell in a place of trust. It means that we've got to be intentional about trusting in the Lord in every area of our life. I said we must be intentional about trusting in the Lord in every area of our life. Come on, we've got to stop and ask ourselves, am I boldly clinging to God in this situation?
I got some stuff going on, but, but, but the first thing I need to ask myself before I get too deep in it and, and hearing what people say, hearing what he said and she said and they said, am I trusting God in this situation? Am I boldly clinging to God in this situation? Come on, before you start making a lot of moves, make sure that you are boldly clinging to God in every situation. Come on, stuff can start happening and we just start acting. But God says, what I want you to do is trust in me because there will be times where you can't fix it. There will be times where you can't help yourself. There will be times you need hands bigger than yours. There will be a time where you need somebody to come through and do something that you're not able to do on your own. So I want you to trust me with all of your heart. Come on and ask God to help you and to help me to bring our being, our whole being into compliance with his will. Help me God to trust you with everything in me. The text says trust God. Come on. Am I boldly clinging to God in this situation? What are you going through? The question is are you boldly clinging to God in the midst of it? Yes. The text tells us to trust the Lord. Trust him with a bold expectation. There is never a moment when we should cease from trusting God. Come on. So, so this is it here. God does not want us to back up because we run into a bad spot. Don't back up on trusting God because you run into a bad spot. Trust the Lord without limits because God wants us to trust him no matter what comes. That's the point. In every area of your life, trust the Lord. Never stop trusting the Lord. Things, come on here, uh, may happen in life, but don't you ever stop trusting in him. Come on, I need you to get this here. The Savior wants us to trust him in every season. Come on, you, you know this verse, but I'm telling you, it is so pertinent in this hour in which we are living. This is a life verse. What are you going to do in this hour and going forth? Trust in the Lord. Come on, so much is happening. Things are spiraling out of control. The world around us seems to be crumbling. And those that don't know God are scrambling in fear. But those of us who know the Lord ought to trust in our God. Trust him. This is something here. We've got to trust him. Even when life throws us a curveball, when unexpected things happen, don't stop trusting God. I don't care what transpires, God is worthy of our trust. And so this is it. Our best life is lived trusting in the Lord. Yes, God is never caught off guard. Our Savior is never taken by surprise. There will be days we don't understand what is happening. But you don't need to understand everything to trust God in everything. Oh, yes. Because most of it, much of it, you won't understand. But you don't have to understand everything. 
to trust God in everything. Trust him. Even when you don't understand, you are not given uh, uh, the task of understanding everything that God does. His understanding is unsearchable. But you know what? God, even when I can't track you, I'm determined to keep on trusting you. I want to dwell in a place of trust. See, you can't always understand life, but you can always trust the Lord. Trusting God will bless your whole life. When you trust the Lord, he can cause you to land in a large place. Come on, come on. while you consider uh, what, what, what you do not know, do not forget to hold on to what you do know. God can be trusted. This is something here, you know God is faithful. You know God's love for you is unfailing. Come on, you know that God's truth is enduring. You know that God's promises are reliable. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Trust the Lord with your whole being. Trust the Lord with everything you have. Come on, it's kind of what the psalmist says when he says, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. You got to trust the Lord with all that is within you. This is something here. God wants us to dwell in a place of trust. Trusting God should be our consistent posture. Saints of God are called to live, to dwell, to reside in a place of trust. Come on, what is it you're going through? Trust God. You, you, you're thinking about tomorrow. Some of us are apprehensive of what the day will bring, what, what next week will bring, and, and we're, we're not looking towards the future in faith. Come on, let me tell you something. God does not want us to face the future with apprehension. God wants us to face the future with anticipation. And when you trust the Lord, you don't have to be apprehensive about life. You can anticipate that God is going to do something great in your life come on when you trust in the Lord you can expect great things come on this is what I'm telling you tonight you don't have to walk around scared I said I said it's Sunday there, there is a certain confidence that comes to your life when you trust in the Lord when you trust in the Lord you don't walk around scared come on you believe in a God who will take care of you so he says, trust in the Lord. God wants us to trust in him with all of our hearts. So, so this is it. Then it tells us that if you trust in the Lord, uh, what not to do? Now, now, because the, the text is designed to help drive this point home. You are to dwell in a place of trust. What does that look like? What does it look like to trust in the Lord? Well, the psalmist, uh, excuse me, the proverb writer says here that when you trust in the Lord, you do not lean to your own understanding. Come on, that there is a difference between trusting in the Lord and relying on yourself. Come on, you know, one of the greatest challenges to us completely trusting the Lord is that we are sometimes too reliant on ourselves. 
Self-reliance, come on, is often uh, a, a deterrent from trusting in the Lord. Come on. And I was just telling you that, that, that God wants us to dwell in a place of trust. Uh, the proverb writer says here, do not lean to your own understanding. If you're leaning to your own understanding, he says you are not properly trusting God. Come on, you, you can't lean to your own understanding and, and, and then properly trust God at the same time. Come on, he says these two are inconsistent things. That to trust in the Lord means that you cannot be leaning to your own understanding. That a part of trusting the Lord is trusting his word, is being governed and led by his spirit. That, that when you trust the Lord, your life proves it. This is something here. Uh, do not lean to your own understanding. Come on, it is, it is spirit of the living God. I need you to guide me. Come on. I don't want to lean to my own understanding. See, see uh, uh, one of the greatest challenges to trusting our Savior is our own self-reliance. We are reared in a world that teaches us to rely on ourselves. Come on here. And you know, this is something here that we've got to kind of break from when we are called to the kingdom. Come on, kingdom life, come on, is a, is a life that calls upon us to rely on God. Come on, the world teaches you to rely on yourself, but the kingdom calls you to rely on God. Come on. And sometimes we're torn because the world has taught us you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. And you know, all of these things are good and well-meaning and meant to inspire and encourage. Come on here. But we as believers understand that it is through Christ and in Christ that we are made more than conquerors in the earth. Come on here. That, that the success we have is grounded in our Savior. Come on. So, so, so I, I want to make sure that I'm not relying on myself. Come on, B because if all you have to rely on is yourself, you in deep trouble. Come on, God, help me. I need you to help me, guide me in this hour so I don't mess it up. Come on here, because when you don't trust the master, you will end up messing it up. God, help me here so I don't mess this up. You've got purpose for me. Help me so I don't mess this thing up. Relying on myself causes things to get out of whack. This is something here. Uh, we, we, we are called not to rely on ourselves. See, kingdom life is not about self-reliance. It's about divine dependence. Come on. To be a citizen of the kingdom, you must keep depending on the Lord. Come on. Uh, to be a kingdom citizen demands that you live in a place of trust. Come on here. So, so, so this is something here. Uh, the, the, the child of God uh, is, is designed, uh, the life of the child of God is designed to be lived trusting the Lord. Come on here, trusting his word, trusting his spirit. You can't write God out of the script of your life and have kingdom success.
Come on. Our lives yield the best results when we lean on the Lord. We are more than conquerors through Christ. We are triumphant in Christ. Come on. See, 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 kingdom life is one that depends on Christ. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't rest your hopes on your own human reasoning. You know what I found out? Uh, human reasoning will rob you of kingdom advancement. You can't move forth in God in your own human reasoning. Come on here, because the natural man cannot discern the things of the spirit. Come on. If you want the deep things of God to be searched, you got to get in the spirit. My God, the Holy Ghost will reveal to you stuff you would never get on your own. Oh, come on here. The Spirit will teach you things you could never learn in school. I need you to hear me here. He said, do not lean to your own understanding. Your human reasoning, don't lean to that. Hear me now. Sure, you're gifted, but that's not enough. Come on here. I know you're gifted. But you still need God. Come on. Do not lean to your own understanding. Sure, you are smart, but that's not enough. You are smart, but you still need the wisdom of the Spirit. I know you have a great mind, but, 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 but that's not enough. Come on. You need more than a great mind. You need the wisdom of the master. I need you to get this in this hour. Come on here. You might be wise, but you still need the word. This is what I want you to grasp. We have to stop trying to interpret our lives through our own human lens. I said, we've got to stop trying to interpret our own lives through our own, uh, our, our lives rather through our own human lens. We've got to stop trying to interpret our lives through our own human lens. We need the Lord. Come on. If, if we don't come, uh, come to God about it, it's easy to come to the wrong conclusion. Come on. So, so he says, do not lean to your own understanding. God does not want us guessing. He wants us guided by his spirit. Come on. What does trusting in the Lord look like? It means I'm not leaning on me. It means I'm depending on the Lord. Look at this. Do not lean to your own understanding. See, see, the beginning of a successful life starts when we genuinely acknowledge that we can't do it without God. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said the beginning of a successful life starts when we genuinely acknowledge that we can't do it without God. Self-reliance is not the kingdom way. We need God's spirit. Now, this is it. The, the, the scripture does not disregard human responsibility. Sure, we should use what God has given us. There's nothing wrong with pursuit and, 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 and making the most of the life that God has given you in the earth. Education is great. Degrees are great. Specialized trainings can help you to do well. But what I'm telling you is, don't lean on all of it. You make sure that when you start leaning, it's on the Lord. 
There will be times that everything you gain in your humanity will put you down. Come on, everything you lean on in the other than the Lord is too flimsy. You better hear me now. I said everything you lean on other than the Lord is too flimsy. There will be seasons where it all has the potential to give away. But God is never under any pressure to give way. He's the mighty leaning post that never lead, lead, uh, that never gives way. God, I said, is a mighty leaning post that does not give way. Millions have leaned on him and he's never started shaking. He's never start rocking. God is a stable leaning post. Oh yeah, he's something to lean on. I don't care how much you bring. God says I can hold it up. I can hold you up. I can hold the family up. I can hold the situation up because when you trust in me I'll be a leaning post for you that'll never fail. Do not lean to your own understanding. Yeah, that there will be many things that happen in life uh, for which you will need the wisdom of the Lord. God does not want you to try to wing it. He wants you to move in his will. So, so the Bible makes it clear uh, uh, in Proverbs 21 and 31 that the horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory belongs to the Lord. Come on here. It's nothing wrong, he says, with preparing your horse for battle. He's made for that. Come on here. But, but he said uh, it's good to be humanly prepared for every task that you have to face, but don't forget the source of real victory. Come on here. Victory belongs belongs to God with all you got thank God for it prepare yourself do the best you can but don't forget the source of your real victory yes he said go ahead prepare the horse for battle yeah if, if that's what it takes do what you have to do to prepare as best you can but don't forget who's gonna give you the victory victory comes from God see see the key word here is lean do not lean to your own understanding see the word lean means to rest your weight upon a thing like a man who places his weight upon a crutch or placing your weight upon a wall leaning on the wall he said don't rest the weight of your life on your human understanding lean not to your own understanding. God knows that we don't know everything. So he tells us, don't lean on it. Come on here. God, God sees much further than we do. Lean on him. Human wisdom uh, will fall too short. But God's wisdom never fail. Lean on him. Come on here. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do not depart from God's word. Come on. Do not neglect the guidance of the spirit. Don't rest the weight of your faith on human wisdom. Put it on the Lord. If you want to win in life, seek wisdom from the Lord. Come on here. So, so we can come up uh, uh, with so much when we lean to our own understanding. When you lean to your own understanding, it can put you in an awful place. 
I need you to get this. He said, don't lean to your own understanding. Come on, because you know how we get, we start interpreting stuff and get in our flesh. Come on here, and the devil will have us all messed up. Come on. He says, when you start leaning to your own understanding, it's easy to misinterpret things. Do not lean to your own understanding. And you know what? The devil drops some of the best of us with this because you start off following the Lord and then stuff starts getting in the way. Come on. You, you start letting these other things get in your way and you start trying to interpret your life through your own understanding. You start making moves based on your own understanding. You start, you start trying to determine your future uh, based on your own understanding and your own understanding I said will land you in an awful place. Don't trade God, the, the guidance of the spirit for human understanding. Come on here. Let me tell you something. You can be as smart as ever, but I don't care how much training you have, you'll never get smarter than the Holy Spirit. They not to your own understanding. Come on. This is where the enemy gets so many of us because we start leaning to our own understanding. See, and I need you, the people of God, to get this. If you want to win in life, lean on the wisdom of the Lord. There is a reason the Bible commands you not to lean to your own understanding. Leaning to your own understanding will have you off base and backwards. Come on here. Leaning to your own understanding will have you pitiful and out of your place of purpose. Come on here. Leaning to your own understanding will have you acting passive and it will pull you off your post. This is something here. Uh-uh. You got to remember that leaning to your own understanding will put you in a terrible place eventually it will eventually put you in a terrible place come on that's not the will of God they that are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God so 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 this is something here the enemy wants you pouting and off of your post come on here because you know what he can get more accomplished lean not to your own understanding Come on, because most of the time, your own understanding is governed by your senses and not God's spirit. There is a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. Come on here. You can think that you got it and you think that you got it all figured out and you come to find out you were as wrong as two left shoes. Come on here. So, so he says this, do not lean to your own understanding. Come on, because when you lean to your own understanding, hallelujah, he, he says, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is destruction. You've got to watch your lean. What are you leaning on in this hour? Come on here, because if you lean on the wrong thing, it can cause you to lose. You wanna, if you want to win, you better start leaning on the Lord. This is something here. What are you leaning on? Come on, human smarts are not enough. What you lean on will greatly influence the course of your life. So lean on the Lord. 
somebody said something there. I said, what you're leaning on will greatly influence the course of your life. So lean on the Lord. Whatever you lean on other than God has the potential to go down. Whatever you lean on other than the Lord will be limited in how it can help you. Oh, yes. In this life, you better be careful what you lean on. If I were you, I'd lean on the Lord. The Bible teaches us that our human understanding is unreliable. Don't put your weight on it. Lean on the Lord. He can handle the weight to be successful uh, on this life's journey. You got to fix your eyes on Jesus. Lean on the Lord. This is something here God wants us to lean on him. And then he says this here, acknowledge God, acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways. The Hebrew word for acknowledge here is, means to know, to know a thing, to intimately know a thing, to know a thing with assurance. Come on, the word acknowledge I said here, when he says acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways, means to know. It means to be intimately aware. It means to know something with assurance. And God says, that's what I want you to do. I want you to know my will in everything that you do. Acknowledge me in all of your ways. It means that literally in everything you do, know God. Come on here. That, that you ought to know the heart of God. I need you to get this. You, you can't just be haphazardly making moves. You've got to in this hour know the heart of God. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I pray that somebody's getting this by the Holy Spirit and that you're opening up your heart and see because I see where the enemy's trying to come and he's trying to hit some of the lives of many of the people of God who will be used in this latter day movement. He doesn't want you to go forth. Come on in the will of God. He wants you off in left field. But watch this here. You can't make haphazard moves in this hour. He wants you to hear his heart in all things. Come on here. This is the hour where you've got to stop being haphazard in your dealings and start hearing the heart of God. Watch this. Seek to know the heart of God in every area of your life. Because you know what I found out? Many people are uprooted because they fail on this point. Come on here. We planned everything. God's brought us this far. He's preserved our lives and taken care of us. And every now and then, we let stuff come in and, and, and start uh, 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 causing us to forget about God. Come on, I need you to get this because you know what? That, 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 that flesh will cause you what the, uh, the older saints used to say, cause you to get grown. Come on here. And, and cause you to think you can do this thing on your own. Come on here, but, but, but don't ever get so grown that you don't think you need God. Come on here, you are not grown enough to start guiding your own life. Come on here, a successful life in the kingdom is guided by the Spirit of God. I need you to hear me here. God does not just want his people doing stuff. He wants his people knowing his heart in every situation. Did you hear me? 
I said God does not just want his people doing stuff he wants us to know his heart in every situation pray so you can seek the heart of God in every situation you know what pray I said so you can seek the heart of God in every situation sometimes we end up on the wrong prayer on the wrong path because we didn't pray about it prayer will help you to help to position you on the right path stop stop hopping into stuff without hearing from God come on here Come on, God has given us every necessary tool to know his will. We have the spirit, we have his word, we have prayer. We've got everything that we need to know the will of God. we got to get in the word of God. Come on here, we've got to be intentional about knowing the heart of God. Include God, seek his counsel, and, and this is it. In this hour, you can't let anything drive you but God. Come on here. Is the spirit leading you? Come on. You know what I found out? In this hour, we have to be careful because God wants to guide us and God wants to lead us and God wants us, amen, to be able to experience his power. But, but, but you know what we got to get? In this hour, you got to get to a place where you say, God, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to hear your voice. See, the hour is too critical for us not to seek the heart of God. You only have one life to live and it will soon pass you by. Come on here, and you've got to make sure you are making the moments count. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him in all your ways. Submit to the Lordship of Christ. Acknowledge the Lord. Come on here. When God promotes you, keep on praying to him. When God opens up a door, come on here, take him in the room with you. Come on here. No matter where you go, always acknowledge God. God, I need your heart. I want to know your heart. Come on, I want to know your heart for bringing me into this place I want to make sure that I'm honoring you with everything that you've given me trusting God means that you seek to know his way in everything never get to the place come on here where 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 it doesn't matter to you what God has to say come on I just said something here never get to a place where it does not matter to you what God has to say that's a place uh, a dangerous place to be. Never get to a place that you fail to acknowledge what God has to say. Never get to a place where it does not matter to you what God has to say. That's a dangerous place to be in. This is it. Don't just, don't just be doing stuff without the spirit. Acknowledge God in all of your ways and he he says here will direct your path come on the scriptures command us to acknowledge God it never instructs us to ignore him come on acknowledge God don't ignore him when you acknowledge God it'll put you on an awesome path when you ignore God you'll soon regret it the promise is he shall direct your path if you seek to know the heart of God come on are you just doing stuff are you just saying stuff come on are you just caught up in the moment caught up in your feelings and caught you know see the, the hour has come that the saints of God have got to start doing things differently Come on here. You know what? Some of us are at places in our lives that every time we get to a certain season, we start acting the same way. 
Come on here. And God says, in this hour, you're being tested over again. Come on here. You know what? The enemy wants you to keep flunking tests over and over again because if you keep flunking them, you have to keep repeating them. My God, I just said something here. Come on. You know, when you come to the same place and you keep coming to that place, you got to, you got to be uh, 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 aware of the responses you give. Come on here. When, when, when I have to repeat something over, here I am at a place. I was at this place last year. I was at this place five years ago. I was at this place seven years ago. And here I am again. I'm back at this place. Come on. Come on. You, you don't understand. You're taking a test over. Come on. And the enemy wants you to keep failing it. Come on. You can't do now. What you did seven years ago and God promotes you. Come on. I need you to get this because God will allow you to revisit moments. Come on. You know what? Many of you have listened to these teachings. You, you've been full of the things that God has given me to say. Come on. You know what that was? Helping you to get ready for a test that God knew you had to go through again. Oh, yes. Some of you, you've been eating and eating. You didn't know what all of this was about. I thank God for this word. I thank God for what pastor's bringing in. This is strengthening me. And God says, you know what? Take it all in because testing time is coming. Come on. That the, the word is not just preached for you to have a good clap. The word is preached to help you to win when your test comes, when the hour of temptation comes, when you feel like quitting and feel like giving up and feel like letting go, when, when, when people talk about about you when they mistreat you when they do all manner of evil against you what are you going to do when the evil day do, when the evil day comes what are you going to do when the test comes and you know what this is a season where a lot of the saints are coming back again into tests that we didn't pass in seasons past and gone come on and God said I've been training you I've been feeding you my word I've been preparing you it's not that you don't know the information you got to make sure that you put the information out when the test comes you've got to make sure that you apply what you learn this is the hour I need some of y'all to get this by the Holy Spirit because that's how I speak it tonight this is the hour of testing and there are many of you who do love the Lord but before you are able to go into the next level before you are able to matriculate before you are able to graduate from one place you've got to pass some test and God says here they come they're coming on you don't miss it come, come on don't be pouting doing the test pass the test sometimes we're so busy pouting about the test that the enemy tricks us out of passing the test come on here and you know what I've decided I'm not gonna pout about the test I'm gonna pass the test because you know what God you allowed me to come to this place but I'm telling the devil not today come on you dropped me on this last year you dropped me on this five years ago you you got me hung up on a few things uh, seven years ago but guess what this is a new day and you know what I just had to shake myself I needed to hear from the Lord what's going on in my life everything is crazy come on here 
And you know what? I'm coming to tell you tonight. It's all about testing. God wants you to pass this test because in order to go into your place of promotion, you've got to graduate from some old things. Come on here. You know what? It's easy to talk about promotion, but you got to pass some tests before you qualify for promotion. God's not going to have you in places you're too immature to handle. Come on here now. You got to put out maturity. Come on here. You who've been in it long enough, now you got to put it out. Put it on the paper. Let God see that you're not God. I hadn't just been holding a seed. I've been taking this stuff in and to show you as the tests come, I'm going to pass them. Somebody give God a shout right there. Come on, I need somebody to put this down. I'm not going to pout about the test. I'm anointed to pass the test. While others are pouting, I'm going to be passing. When they talk, pass the test. When they scandalize you, pass the test. When you don't understand what's happening, pass the test. When you feel like quitting, feel like getting up, giving up. When you get overwhelmed, when you lose hope, when you feel like you've lost hope, I should say, pass the test. Because I'm here to tell you, God has given you everything you need to pass the test. Acknowledge the Lord. Acknowledge him. See what God has to say. Acknowledge God. And watch this. He will direct your path. He will make your path straight. When you seek God, it will save you a whole lot of unnecessary trouble. Come on, why do you uh, acknowledge the Lord? Why do you seek to know the heart of God so you can get on the right path? Come on, you are a partner with God. But amen, God is the senior partner. He's the one that determines the path that you ought to be walking. And when you seek the senior partner, he'll set your life on the right path. Acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways and he will direct your path. Everything know the will of God and he'll set you on the right path. See, see, why do you need this? Because God's path is the path that God blesses. God's path is the path that God ordains. You don't tell God what to do. You got to obey him. God never obligates himself to bless what you're doing outside of his will. You better hear me. God never obligates himself to bless what you are doing outside of his will. God says, let me direct your path. You got to follow me in this hour. You got to be careful that it's the Lord directing you. Come on here. If it's not the Lord directing you, you are asking for unnecessary trouble. Too many saints are being led around by whatever they fear. Whatever they feel like, that's what they bow to. That's not the will of God. You got to end this hour. Listen to me. Manage your emotion. I said, God, why do you want me to go here? He said, tell them in this hour, you must manage, properly manage your emotion. You can't have your emotion in the driver's seat. You can't operate in your feelings and get the fruit of faith. You hear what I'm saying here? In this hour, you can't be led by your feeling. You got to watch how you handle your emotion and then watch this specifically. God says, watch what you do with your frustration. All of us get 
frustrated. But Moses, in a moment of frustration, after leading the people 40 years through the wilderness, come on here, in a moment of frustration, he hit the rock and missed the promised land. I need you to get this. Don't let your fr- frustrations come on here, cost you your future. Lift your hands right there and say, God, help me to dwell in a place of trust. Come on here. He came right to the edge of it. He was able to look into it, but he couldn't go into it. Don't let your feelings keep you from coming into your fullness. I just said something right there. I said, don't let your feelings keep you from coming into your fullness. This is an hour when you got to watch out. That devil is sly. He wants you in your feelings so you won't come into your fullness. But I dare you to tell the devil not today. Oh, come on here. I'm going to follow God. God's way is not the easiest route, but it's always the best route. Come on here. I stand here today as a witness. If you follow God, he'll direct your path. I'm not even supposed to be here standing on this floor. Come on here. Not according to my estimation, but you know what the Lord told me? I have directed your path. Come on. I used to hear the old mother say, furnish him a life, baby. Furnish him a life. All you got to do, furnish him a life. Come on here. And God will work through it. And so here I stand tonight by the grace of God. When I was going through some of the most difficult times in my life, that's why when people talk about church and what they go through in church, I want you to know I understand all of that. Been on front of the newspapers. Been lied on on Channel 5. Amen. Praise God. I know what it's like to be walked over and crush. Come on here. My life has been threatened. Times I could tell you about that you wouldn't even believe of things that have happened in my life. And the Lord said to me when I was going through my darkest moment, he said go back and lift the standard. Don't stop trusting me because if you linger to your own understanding you won't make it out of this. But if you trust me I'll help you to travel through this and I'll bring you into a day. It'll look like it never happened you'll remember it but it will no longer hurt you it will no longer wound you it will no longer be a place oh come on here that causes you to hesitate and you know what God has brought me to that place had it not been for trusting in God I would have never led a movement to build a church had it not been for trusting in God I wouldn't be standing in Philippi Church of Christ You know what God taught me? If you pass the test, I'll take you into things that'll blow your mind. And you know what I'm telling you? In this hour, God wants to lead you. God wants to direct your path. God knows the way. Follow him. Follow him. Follow him. Dwell in a place of trust. Somebody give God a praise right there. The major moments in my life that I could have never made it without seeking the Lord. Come on here. I'm anointed to be in this place. Come on here. God, with his all-wise self, has set things up for those who trust in him. Seek to know God's will. Obey him. 
Obedience is about following God's will, not yours, not what they said. Come on, don't let people control what you do for God. Come on here. Don't let circumstances determine what you do for God. Come on, you will be rewarded for what you do for God. Do it and do it with joy. Let them talk. You keep trucking in God. Come on here. Come on. You know what? We are out here following Jesus. And if they persecuted the master of the house, how much more will they persecute his servants? Here we are. Servants of the living God. And in this hour, we got to hear God. In this hour, we got to stay grounded in the things of God. And I'm here to alarm the body that there's a devil lurking. Because he's scared that you're going to pass this test. Come on, here, this is it. Stop pouting and pass it. You got the capacity to pass it. You got the potential to pass it. You've been trained to pass it. Come on, but the enemy... Once you blind to the fact that it's even a test. Come on. He got you looking over here and over there. Come on here. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't get focused on the wrong thing. This is your test. And what you do with this moment will determine your next place. Come on here. If, if you don't properly manage this moment, it can hinder some things that God wants to do for you. Because you know what? God honors maturity. And there's some things that can't be released to you until you grow up in them. And you know what? I ask the Lord, God, help me not to miss my moments. There's so much I could say about what I go through. And I'm telling you to stand in this place. You know, people don't even know what it takes to stand up here and hold this mic. Oh, it's easy for the world to be critical. But people don't know what it takes to stand up here and hold this mic. People don't know what it costs to get a word from God and, and, and get it every week and a fresh word at that. People don't know what that costs. Come on here. That's not handed to you on a silver platter. Come on. Suffering is a part of this journey. Come on here. Not only for myself, but the tears I cry for the saints in travailing and praying that people come on would, would, would get a heart for the things of God that they would not miss the purpose of God that they would let nothing pull them away from the will of God this is what I'm telling you in this hour God wants to direct your path he wants to make your path straight God can cut highways in the desert and rivers in dry places he wants to make your path straight whatever's been crooked he wants to make it straight and God wants you to trust him because when God directs your life, dynamic things can happen. Come on here. And so this is it. Whosoever trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. Dwell tonight in a place of trust. Are you dwelling in a place of trust? Are the moves you making God moves? Are they flesh moves? Are they feeling moves? Are they emotional moves? Are they people moves? Are they he said, she said moves? Are they God moves? Seek to know the will of God in everything and get in it. Let him direct your path. Obedience is the pathway to the blessing. You cannot do it on your own and arrive at the right place. Seek the Lord. Trust him in all of your doings. 
Sometimes you got to lay on your face and don't get up until you get up renewed, until you get up strength. And God, I need you and you're going to have to do something for me. And I need it now. I need it now. Come on, because there's some things, hallelujah, that I'm, I'm up against. And I need you to help me to get through them. I want to know your heart. I want to know your will. I don't want to get frustrated and do like Moses did. Come right to the edge of it. Come on. Looked over. Come on. We know Moses was blessed and that he ultimately went to be with Jesus because he was up on the Mount of Transfiguration with him. Come on. This is not to say, come on, because God keeps that which he saves. But you know what? We, we got to be careful what we do in this hour. This is a sensitive moment for the saints. And we got to make sure we're following the leading of the spirit. Come on. Sometimes you got to go into a, 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 a place of a prayer until you can get a grip on yourself. Come on, and I've had to do it. I'm telling you, I had to do it. And the Lord said to me, if, if you trust me, I'll help you to travel through this moment. He said, and I'll make it so it'll be like it didn't even happen. And I'm standing in a moment where I know it happened, but it's almost like it didn't happen. Because God has so healed me. God has so fixed things. God has so brought me into a different place. Come on here. And God wants you to know this place we're talking about is not some fairy tale place. There is a place in God. Come on here where you can walk and, 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 and you not, you not continue to, to, to wallow down in the same thing. There's a place in God you can walk and have peace. There's a place in God you can walk and have rest even while troubles are going on. There'll be a supernatural rest that God gives to your spirit. I need you to hit me tonight by the spirit of the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Trust in him with all of your heart. Come on here. Lean not into your own understanding. Don't do that in this hour. In all of your ways, acknowledge him. Come on. He will make your path straight. The path of the blessing, hallelujah, belongs to those who obey God. Hear him in this hour. Let nothing turn you around. Let nothing move you but the spirit. Come on here. Because you know when the spirit is moving, there's a miracle on the line. Trust the Lord and let him take you all the way into the blessing. Come on. You are not anointed to come to the outskirts. You are anointed to go in. Come on. And you know what? I refuse to let anything going on around me keep me on the outskirts. I want to go in to the land that God has promised. Come on here. I've just got to position myself. I've got I've to dwell in a place of trust. Thank you, God, for supernatural strength. Thank you, God, for building your people up. Help us. To see the areas of our lives where we're leaning on the wrong things. Help us to be sure of the moves we make. Help us to trust you. Not to let anything have a voice louder than God's. Help us in this hour to hear what you are saying and to obey in the name of Jesus. Thank you. 
for directing your people. Forgive us for the times we stepped out, moved out of the way. Tonight, we hear your word. We're going to get in line. We're going to let you bless our lives, and we're going to let nothing stop us. Come on, supernatural strength, restoration for somebody, healing for somebody. But God, whatever it is, we know you're worthy of our trust. And tonight is the night we're going to dwell in a place of trust. We're going to go forth dwelling in a place of trust. We thank you for your word tonight. We receive it. And we're going to go out and be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. This is what I want to tell you tonight. Hear the Lord. There are many voices that are speaking, but only one of them is the voice of victory. That is the voice of God. Hear the Lord and be blessed. God bless you. I love you tonight with the love of the Lord. This was a press in my spirit, and God gave me these things to put out there. I don't know who needs them tonight, but don't, don't miss this moment. Grab what the Lord is saying, because this is an hour of promotion for them who will rise up and pass the test. Don't pout over it. Pass it. Because you've been anointed to pass the test. God bless you. Share this word with somebody. The saints of God everywhere need to hear what the Lord said tonight. And I believe their lives will be blessed thereby. Love you all with the love of the Lord. Continue to pray for me. And I'm going to pray for you. Keep dwelling in a place of trust. God bless you tonight.